Well, here we are going deeper. Um, thanks, Kev, for your message today. I, as, as I said at the wrap-up of the, um, you know, ab- after your message, I, I just sense there's a, a, a prompting from the Holy Spirit to respond somehow. Um, and one of the things that I think we need to respond to is, is the reality and the truth that, that I am, we are, the, the temple of the Holy Spirit, the temple of God, um, and I was thinking that the, the theme of the temple through Scripture, uh, we actually go from the Garden of Eden to a tent, the tabernacle. Yeah, that's right. To a building called the temple, and there was yep. a couple of those. Yep. To Jesus individually through to the church collectively. Like it's a, mm. it's a theme right through Scripture. Just tell mm. me a little bit, um, in unpacking that and thinking through that, what, what fresh revelation or insight did you get this week as that yeah. theme really resonated? I think it's just a, a deeper awareness and privilege that, that, I, that I carry the Holy Spirit, which I know that, but I am considered a temple and that collectively with a temple, but individually as well. Like we, we are carriers of, of the presence of God in his world and that's his strategy. Yeah. And he includes me and that includes you and that includes you in that. Um, it was just, and it is like I mentioned Jeff and his podcast, like that just that, that phrase that's it's caught me, just be, just be aware that God is aware of you. And it's like that on steroids to go, God is aware of me in his world as his presence because he's placed his presence within me. And am I aware of that enough? in the busyness of my world, in all the stuff that's going on, am I aware and do I live as authentically as I can as a temple of God in in every application or at least most (laughs) applications of my life? It's amazing what informs us. Um, I was thinking when you were uh, speaking about yeah, you know, that pop song probably from the eighties that from a distance God is watching us. Yeah. You always link everything to a song, <laughs> yeah, don't you? Yeah, I like songs. <laughs> That's good. Um, my eighties yeah. playlist has just been awesome at the moment. Um, and, and I think we can even when we have a relationship with God through Jesus, yeah. it can be things like that. Yeah. That inform us more so than yeah. some of the truth of scripture. Than scripture, yeah, yeah, and and I think that can be a danger for us, and that's why it's I think it's really important for us to be in community because we can help one another, yeah, um, see those revelations yeah. and those truths and live into them. Yeah, it's 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 interesting you mention that. I mean, uh, it's been proven that we would gain even most of our theology from songs rather than scripture. It puts yep. a lot of responsibility on songwriters if you're writing songs. That's <laughs> it's, right. a, it's an encouragement. Yeah. But even even the language that we use in the church and whether it's a song like that, you know, God is watching us from a distance or or even language like that that I get what people are trying to say like God really turned up or let's come into the presence of God as if we've got to walk into yeah. a building to walk into the presence of God. Like that stuff, more than what we realise, has probably shaped some of our thinking yep, in an awareness that, that God's presence is with us always. Yep. Like we are his temple. And like you said, you look through scripture on how passionate he is about his temple. That's been his way from the word go on how he represents himself to us as people. Yep. And now that's us. And like I carry that everywhere. 
Yeah. And and you see just to see the passion of Jesus about his temple and how it wasn't being used in the way that his father would want that to represent him. Mm. Um, what does that mean for us now? Not only collectively when we meet together as the church, but in the way that I carry myself. Man. And we've got to be mindful because I, I reckon that, that scene that Jesus walked into, that yeah. that didn't just appear overnight. There would have been yeah. years and years and decades and maybe even centuries of just slight um, compromises and yeah. slight um, practices being allowed that resulted in the scene that he came in and yeah. was upset about. And people um, actually doing that from a good place to start with. I'm actually going to help people by actually giving them a, a sacrifice and they can exchange whatever money for that so that they can bring a sacrifice, they yeah. don't have to carry it on yeah. their journey, but way out of control. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shifting gears a little bit, there was a phrase you said and it came out of, I think, Romans 13 passage yeah. um, about clothing yourselves with the presence of Jesus Christ. Mm. And I think that was the part you said you've even got in your, in your yeah. closet. Um Clothing ourselves, and as, as that's something that Paul writes in a few of his letters. Mm. Uh, I can think of a passage in Colossians where yep. he speaks about he that does. as well. Yep. Um, Put on your new clothes. Yeah, yep. great imagery. Um, sounds really good, <laughs> practically speaking. Yeah. In, in our following of Jesus, our personal daily following of Jesus, what yep. does it look like? Yeah. To clothe ourselves with Jesus. Yeah, Christ? it's a good question because what I like about that, and probably the fresh part for me in thinking about that, is that if we are the temple, if we have, the, if we carry the Spirit of God, um, and it's interesting that we're called the temple. Yeah. Yep? Our bodies are a temple. It's like, well, then from that, from it, it's already there. So from the inside out, I want to have an outward kind of visible difference put on something externally but actually that represents the inside so it's almost like from an inside reality i'm actually putting on an external reality that people see so that's why i like that the clothing like i think often i've thought okay i'm going to put on some clothing and so therefore i will just choose to actually i don't know put on something but it's it comes from a deeper place mm. It's already there, but I want to make sure it's like the Olympics thing, right? With Nicola or whoever, any Olympian, it's yep. like you you see passion, you you see physically see something different on the external that's come from the inside. It's that bit. So I want to make sure that that in my fellowship that I understand I've got an awareness that God's within me by His Spirit. And, and I actually, from there, it actually comes out and I put something on that is authentic about me or because of him mm. and I wear it. Like I, I, want, I want my eyes to look different. I want my smile to look different. Yeah. I want my words to be flavoured with grace and love and kindness. So practically, that's how I see it looking. Yeah. Like and even the Nicola McDermott analogy she's probably the only athlete there's probably other christians there you see lots of people praying but her she was radiant mm. she was praising god before she actually yeah. jumped you could see her mouth saying yeah. thank you father and things like this you could see it and we've had a bit of a sporting theme this morning <laughs> yeah. um, but i'm just thinking as you're saying that like e even when a a runner would come out onto the track you could tell who they were representing by the colors they were wearing clothing yep clothing yeah yep. from know, their identity we we yep. could be in our in our neighbourhood and we could tell the jobs 
people do yep. by the clothing they wear. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, there, there is a sense. I think it's something we understand, but yep. let, let it be something we actually practice, we're, yeah. we're deliberate about. Like as in, an interesting thought, do, do we, as followers of Jesus, do we look different? Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's an interesting point. thought. Yeah. Like in the, in the places that God has us, do we look different? Do we sound different? Do we, yep. I don't know. So again, uh, the, today's today's whole, you know, meeting and and going deeper seems like it's brought to us by the Olympics and Nicola McDermott. <laughs> um, by some regard, just just along those lines, then, because um, I remember Nicola said in that interview that the thing that changed for her is she stepped into a faith community where yeah. she was loved and accepted. Yeah. Um, and you asked a question about why would we gather as the church. Mm. Yeah, so we're talking about following, gathering and going and the yeah. gathering is a key part of that. It is, yep. Yeah. And I loved how you unpacked it, it's the motive behind why I gather. Mm. Uh, the the idea yeah. of gathering so I can receive something, so I can be filled up, so um, somebody else can do the connecting with God for me yeah. and then impart it to me. Yeah. Um, I, I've had many years, I reckon, in my life where yeah. that was my mindset. Yeah. Um, I'm not connecting with God all week personally. And so then when I turn up on Sunday, if, if what's delivered to me doesn't impress me or suit my needs or yep. whatever, then there's a sense of disappointment. Yep. Um, we can become judgmental. We become yep. critical. Um, tell us a little bit more, just again, an insight and why we gather as the church. Mm. And the other sporting analogy that comes to mind <laughs> for me, and I've used this before, is the is and you saw it in uh, last night in the... Um, uh, soccer, you know, you're, you're the gold medal match and you got the team together and the coach is there and he just reminds them, this is your role, this is what you're equipped for, this yeah. is what you're about, now go and do it. Yeah. That's part of the gathering, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, we have the best coach, don't we, in yeah, Jesus, absolutely. for sure. Um, but it is, though, I think it's really subtle in the way we think about that, but has massive ramifications because it all looks fine on the surface. But I think it is a good time for us, all of us to ask the question, what, why do we gather? Yep. Like, what, why, literally, why do I choose to step into a gathering? And we've often called that, why do I go to church? Why yep. would I want to go to church? And so I think we change our language there. But even to examine our motives, mm. and, and I think all the motives, if, if they're, even if they're from an unhealthy place to go to receive and to get and whatever, this is me and God time, it's the only time I get, um, all of that, um, it's funny, like all of that stuff happens anyway. Yeah. But in our motive of wanting to gather, to go, I choose to step in to serve, to host, to love, to encourage. I want to be part of a solution. I understand I am the church, so therefore I want to be with my brothers and sisters. There is a community that happens, and I step in a community, so I gather to I gather together. Um, yep. And there's so much that I can offer in that. Even even our presence can actually be a really positive thing. Um, so to understand, I actually want I want to gather as the church to be active as the temple together. And whatever God wants to do in that is whatever He wants to do. Mm. Um, and I think we've got a long way to go there in in the whole church, including us as Coast Community. I think without us realizing, we can think too much that I want to go to church. And it's good for me. Um, it, the worship was good. The message was good or was not good or whatever. And we end up yeah. – and, and we can kind of miss the point. Now, I don't want to say that from a judgmental point of view. It's not that at all because I'm examining myself and I'm with you for a long mm. time. I've been trained to be that way. And yep. 
it's all about Sunday. But I think I think there's something in that, and I didn't want to explore that too much in the message. But I think there is something in there for us as a community and as a wider church. Almost, an, it's an opportunity to cleanse our thoughts about why we would gather in a building as the church on a weekly engagement. Mm. Why would we do that? And it's really good for us to have an answer to that yep. and to have an answer that's not about me. Yeah, I'll encourage our home groups this week um, as, as you check this out that, that that could be a great thing to mm. explore as a home group and be open and honest about your history with that, yeah. your, your present situation with that and what you hope that can be. In the future, as we finish, uh, there's, there's an idea that, you know, we gather so we go. Yeah. And um, I just love that you, you mentioned, again, you use Nicola as an example, but that's not, you know, 99.9% of example. us, we do not have a world stage <laughs> yeah. with the uh, world's media putting cameras in front of no, our face. No, no, your messages go worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, anyway... <laughs> Sorry. I know. Th- I know. We all don't have that world stage. Yes, um, that's right. So practically for us, is it as simple as just being aware that I can have influence and I, I do carry Jesus with me in my home, in my workplace, mm. in my school, in my neighbourhood? Is yeah. it as simple as that, or is there something else to it? Uh, you probably know how I think. I like to bring simplicity wherever we can. So I think the answer to that is yes. In fact, I'd probably even make it more simpler and go, I just believe we do have an influence everywhere we go. It's just a matter of what that influence is. So we have an influence in our home. We have an influence in our marriage, in our parenting, in our extended family, in our neighbourhoods, in our workplaces. Like we do have an influence. And so probably my hope is that we lift our intentionality about understanding who we are. We are the temple because of Jesus, not about us at all because Mm. jesus chooses by his grace to place his spirit within us and because of that we do have an influence so i want to maximize that personally by by actually looking different sounding different um just being authentically the temple in my flawless way (laughs) in my broken way but to choose that to live it so that i do have an influence so i do have an impact for god just by me being me you've heard me say that lots i say to people just be just be you just be authentically you just be beautifully you i think if we engage with the reality of who we are as a temple of god and we live that out we will have huge impact for the kingdom and ties in beautifully to what jeff unpacked for us last week that as we place ourselves in a position to to give of ourselves to others to pour out that's where god's at work yeah and we've got to trust that yeah so thanks for today. Um, I think there's a lot for us to, to chew on and, as I said, make some decisions around what this looks like for us as we follow, gather and go. Yep. And so as you connect as a home group this week, across Zoom, across WhatsApp, text, whatever you're doing, can I encourage you to have some conversation in this place mm. um, because we, we don't do this just for the fun of it. Um, <laughs> we do this because we want to encourage you and equip you to be the very thing that yeah. you've unpacked today to be the church, to be the temple, to be the carriers of Jesus into our world. Have a blessed week. We'll catch you next time. See you soon.